What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Second Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Lenars. I'm your other host, Elijah Valencia. Uh, started off, how, how was Thanksgiving? You know, we, we haven't talked about it too much. I was kind of saving it for this Sunday, which uh, Sunday after Thanksgiving here. So, yeah, my Thanksgiving was pretty light. You know, just me, my mom, dad, my sister just eat at our house. Doesn't feel, you know, that that crazy, but it was cool. You know, ate some turkey. I made mac and cheese. You know, that's like my go to thing I make shred the blocks of cheese oh, my shit's hurting it's bad but anything for the uh the finished product yeah and it, it always turns out pretty good i think so it was pretty good yeah. overall how was yours it wasn't too bad you know like you said i feel like as we get older like these holidays just they, they don't hit the same you know um i don't i uh, had a couple of thanksgivings though obviously was just going going insane with the eating though What's your like go-to plate? You know, you just get there first plate. What are you doing or in your case, you know? I mean, it's gotta be, obviously you gotta have Turkey. I don't love Turkey, but I like it more than ham. Honestly, I don't really eat ham. So I start with some Turkey, some mashed potatoes and gravy, mac and cheese, some rolls stuffing. If that's an option, probably it's probably my go-to plate to start. That's a safe plate. I feel like definitely i feel like we don't talk about it that much in the podcast but i am a super picky fucking eater like we have not really talked about that too much yeah (laughs) it it is like like there's like picky eaters and i'm just it's over the top honestly like which whatever um but anyways you know to start off i'm not a huge fan of turkey like you but i respect it you know it's got to be on my first plate at least it's on every plate i get but I usually gravitate towards the dark meat a little bit. Uh, felt the vibe. Some people have dry turkeys, so oh yeah. But luckily both were luckily both were good this year. So okay, that's what's um, up. So you know, I get a little bit of turkey, um, and then a lot of ham. I fuck. I love ham. Ham is like I my knew favorite, you did. Like, that's scum. why I specifically said that I'm like hey, on it because I know that you're you're in on it. Yeah, like ham's like my sit down meal. If I'm mashed potatoes as well, I'm mashed potatoes and ham can't go wrong with that. And then um. You know, rolls, biscuit, if they have a roll or biscuit there. Um, but then, yeah, that's my plate. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Everybody, you know, to each his own. I feel like, you know, Thanksgiving, whatever. Thanksgiving food, kind of overrated. Like, it's whatever. It's not my favorite. Uh, I think Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday, honestly. That's crazy. It's not anywhere near. From, I mean, I would take Christmas over it. I would take. We didn't get Christmas the, in the, the trenches, July. you know. I would, t- <laughs> I would take Halloween over Thanksgiving. I'd take a lot of holidays over. Oh uh, yeah, so over yeah. Thanksgiving. I think. Yeah, I love Thanksgiving. I just it's the ham, you know, the ham and mashed potatoes. I really. I guess so. In. You could have the ham, whatever. I feel like though, but respect. Uh, turkey is like a way more just Thanksgiving thing. Turkey or a ham, you could have whatever. But yeah, you know, no, whatever. that's justified for sure. Whatever. Anyway, let's move on. Fancy football update, you know. How's your team looking this week? I guess we got to give the update about last week. We said we played each other. Elijah squeaked it out by like 0.14 points. It was crazy. Yeah, that was that was a crazy because you know I was super confident because you know I had Tony, uh, Mike Williams, who both got injured, but Travis Kelsey just did his fucking thing as usual. And then what saved me there was like a last drive interception by Justin Herbert to put me up by a 0.14. So. I snuck that out barely. At one point, it was Jonathan a ninety nine percent to win, and I had one. And but, hey, miracle happened. A win's a win. Yeah, I won one in my other league as well. So things are looking up. I'm projected to win both matchups this week. So I mean, 
hopefully that with this playoff push happening, that would put me in very good position. So mm-hmm. I'm supposed to go zero and three this week, so it's just a bad week. I think the season's just starting to wrap up for me, man. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I guess in my I, my other league I was projected to win, but now I'm I'm not. So projected to lose by eleven. So there's a lot of a lot of a lot of time left, I guess. But we'll see what happens. I am leading in like actual points versus projections. So that's I'd rather that, be doing that. So you know, it's you still have a chance at least. Obviously, we'll see. Yeah, yeah for sure. Other than that. I guess before we get into today's topic, let's talk about this. Spotify wrapped, supposed to drop this week, probably. It dropped on like December 1st last year, which would be this week. But I've also heard some things that they pushed the listening period back. Last year, it ended on October 31st. I heard they pushed it in November this year, potentially even the last week of November. Maybe the algorithm's just getting better and it's going to be done faster and everything's going to be ready. There's no mistakes and it's going to be ready on December 1st. Maybe it won't. We'll find out. But I'm excited to see what you know, our Spotify wrapped and Apple replay stats are going to be who our top artists are going to be, what our top songs are, but I want to hear what your predictions are. And then we'll come back and we'll see, you know, how right we are. Okay. Um, like almost certain of my top artists, I'll go, I'll just name like my top artists, my top song, and then my uh, top album. So top artist is my guess is gonna be Kanye West. I, I think that's, that's right. I mean, there's just so much, so much music that I have of his and so continue to listen to, um, Top song. It's tough. Probably the blues by Vince Staples would be my guess there. Ooh, okay. And then top album is it's either going to be uh, Ramona Park or It's Almost Dry. So we'll see there as well. Two great albums right there. That's the one thing that Spotify rap doesn't give that Apple replay does the album. So unless they add that this year, I don't know. But yeah, I just have songs and artists and the minutes, obviously. But I think my top artist is going to be Brent Fias this year. I, he's been, you know, in my top a little bit for a long time. But, you know, Wasteland dropped this year. That was in rotation from the day it dropped. And I was listening to, you know, his old stuff before that and after as well. So I think Brent, I've had enough of Brent in rotation that he'll, you know, make it to my number one spot for the first time. Yeah. I think my top song is going to be Super Eurus by Lucky, which is just kind of a random pick. But it's a song that came out earlier in the year. I've been just listening to it all year. I feel like it's maybe my number one, but I feel like song, I don't know exactly what's going to be, which is tough because some years I just know. Yeah. Yeah. Like when it was 2019, I knew Earthquake was the number one. I listened to Earthquake on repeat. Like that was a song I was listening to multiple times a day. Like I love that track. And I just haven't had that track this year. Like I've been listening to, you know, a lot of songs consistently a lot, but. Not the one that's like every time I get in the car, every time I listen to music I put on. So I don't know. Cause I see a couple of years ago, I think they had a stat. It was like, oh, you listen to this track. How many other times you hit your hundredth listen on this date or whatever. And I oh, think my crazy. top listen song was like, it was the earthquake here. I think, I think I listened to it. Like, I don't know, not that many times compared to like what I saw other people doing. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I just can't, like, I think I listen to that track a lot. So I can't imagine listening to a track like, double that or triple that or anything like that so we'll see yeah super diverse yeah i feel like i just throw stuff on like i'm not like going back to the same stuff too much but mm-hmm. we'll see but yeah next week tentatively as long as spotify rap does drop we'll be doing a deeper look into the top songs we listen to top artists all that how many minutes we listen to all sorts of things with that and then we have something planned to get you guys involved 
hopefully we can figure out a way to do it. So stay tuned on our Instagram at Second Avenue Pod this week, the day Spotify rap drops. And if you want to be in the episode, and I think some of you will be, so stay tuned. We're uh, on Music be- Replay. Or Apple Music Replay. Uh, yeah, as I see. All inclusive here. I'm not, not going to let him do this. You know, I'm not going to let him disrespect us like this. So, yeah. You know, I'm a Spotify boy, though. I got to respect on my team. Anyway, I think we should get into today's episode. If you listened last week, you know that this week is going to be a look at Brockhampton's final albums, The Family and TM, and kind of just talk a little bit about Brockhampton. It's going to be a shorter episode. When we get to the news, that's basically not happening this week. There's like yeah. nothing. It was Thanksgiving week. It was a very, very light week. Um, Everybody behaved, you know? Yeah, I guess so. So we should take a look at Brockhampton and talk about our thoughts, and then we'll go from there. So let's start off. I guess just overall, obviously, we got the family first. What was your first thoughts after listening to the family? Um, You know, it's what what was speculated there, which is uh, essentially all Kevin. Um, But, I mean, I I enjoyed it. Uh, It wasn't. It's not like what I, what I'm gonna go back to pretty consistent. I obviously, I listen to TM uh, a lot more as it's you know the collective there, but um, I, I enjoyed it, but it was disappointing the night of you know for it for the speculations to be true. Yeah, I think I'm gonna be going back to the family way more honestly. Like going into these final albums, I really wanted that conclusion from Brockhampton. I really wanted to feel like those years coming to an end i wanted to see where they were all at in their state of mind obviously so much has happened over these past few years amir leaving the group and then obviously them breaking up a lot of other things too but the, obviously those being some of the big things you i kind of wanted to see you know why are they breaking up all this kind of stuff because i'll say i don't know if i'm just missing things but i'm sure it's just creative differences busy schedules all this kind of stuff yeah. but it's kind of just like damn it's crazy that they're leaving at the top of the mountain spoiler alert uh but yeah I don't know. The family, I will say, Brockhampton, the track on the family, that should have been the final track they ever released. Hearing Kevin just talk about everything, that's an elite all-time Brockhampton track. And I think the family has way more of those than TM does, which is why like, I'm team the family for forever. Definitely. I w- I definitely agree with you on the uh, the family feels like such a better closing closing project versus I felt like TM was just a uh, just a uh, there's no like clear direction in it there's it not had, like a, a mixtape feel to it yeah there's not a clear direction it's just a group of there. songs mm-hmm. there's not like a set ending on there like whereas the family has Brockhampton at the end while I am a little disappointed with TM I just still think that's the one I'm gonna go back to more just because it's somewhat of the group I mean there's not like too many tracks where they're all in it together um mm-hmm. yeah it's just it's disappointing but obviously you know we had, we have so much to go back to and so much to be grateful for and everything already so um and then obviously they've been talking about releasing unreleased tracks stuff like that so i don't think they're done yet i don't i think they're done making music but i don't think they'll ever be done releasing songs so i agree and i disagree with that they're done making music i think they are going to make more music I just think it's not going to be everybody. I know for a fact, obviously they're going to work some together. Like there'll be a track with Dom and Matt one day or a track with hopefully, you know, Kevin and Amir or something like there's definitely options out there. Uh, Bareface. I would love to see what he's going to do in the future. He's got some talent for sure. Uh, The one person I I want to touch on the amp radio live streams. They had, those are super dope. I don't know if you saw anything about them, but one thing that stood out to me was Merlin. Merlin said he's done with music. He's retiring. Oh damn! You know, I, yeah, you, I told you, I saw you told me to tune in, but damn, 
that's crazy because there was that that reddit that you know speculating him and amir project coming damn maybe that could happen because it's already done you know what i mean but Uh uh-huh and maybe he's trolling but he said he was yeah i'm probably i'm probably calling cap on that but we'll see what happens he was talking about how he has some friend and they like go to reptile shows and like sell reptiles or something that's what he's been doing and like that just makes sense that's, for some reason. That's such a Brockhampton member. Like it is to have it to, to, for that to be the rest of their career. Yeah, one Kinda of the like, amigos you know, is not boy. stopping. Yeah, but the one thing from the amp sessions, I guess, that stood out to me also was they talked about Lamb, and that was on the day one. They talked about you know all the saturation days, and that was just such a wholesome thing to see because that was you know when I became a fan of Brockhampton. I'll never forget listening to Saturation Two for the first time. That was the first Brockhampton album I heard. Well, technically, I listened to the day saturation two came out i listened to sat one first and then two back to back i was sitting there playing 2k my player listening to brockhampton i remember you know obviously you got heat then you got gold then you got star and star was the one that like i had to run it back on like i was like wait a minute because i was playing 2k you're getting all these nba references yeah all these just celebrity references and i was like wait a minute that was fire so i remember star was the first track that like i was like oh wait they're doing something here oh, but yeah, gold was obviously yeah, yeah. fire all too right. But yeah, so getting to the amp listening session of Saturation and them just talking about their memories was so wholesome. And then they talked about Lamb and I was like, ooh, because, you know, if you haven't heard Lamb, it's a great track from Brackhampton. It's only on YouTube, but it's like officially released by them. So it's like, why isn't it on Spotify? I don't know. So they talked about, is it going to get officially released? And there's also a 10 minute version, which, you know, that gave me the the, uh, all too well Taylor Swift vibe. Like this is going to be the one that like, it takes the next level like the normal all too well was you know huge 10 minute version went crazy and i feel like you gotta have the same thing with brockhampton i don't know what their longest track is i was trying to think about that and i really have no idea what the longest brockhampton song is yeah i mean generally they're much shorter tracks or you know for as many people as many members as they had in songs it was usually three minute tracks it'd be rare mm-hmm. that it was over four and then i mean whereas you see songs into five minutes all the time so Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe the longest is like Sister Nation, if I had to guess off the top of my head. I don't know, because yeah. it's a two-parter, but that's just off the top. Yeah. But a 10-minute track from them, I mean, you got to think, especially in those sat one days, sat two days, whatever it was, sat one, I guess, because it's four letters, obviously, but it's probably got to have like everybody on it, like which would be, that'd be pretty crazy. No, th- definitely. I felt like that's what they, we were missing from, you know, with TM here is we didn't get a lot where everybody was on it. Everybody's just all these verses are just back to back to back just rapid fire essentially yeah i mean there's just so much unreleased stuff that still could release is my thing is why i'm not like too down on it but we'll we'll see what happens you know i'm not gonna get my hopes too high but uh yeah yeah there's some sickos they keep playing with people's emotions like obviously it's just been a running joke that they are gonna drop puppy you know whatever all this stuff but they kind of just keep feeding it like when man on the moon dropped the music video which is going to be the final Brockhampton music video ever. Apparently they put a poll and it said ready for war or lamb. What should we drop? And I was like, Oh, you are sick. Whichever Brockhampton person is the one that put that you are sick because you're the reason people like me are delusional that things are still going to drop puppies to come out. I believe that. Like I'm just, uh, it's, it's bad, but I just believe it. But yeah, like you said, well, so one thing I guess I want to say about that was, I don't know. How do you feel about that? Do you feel like since they've kind of been, playing it up that like they almost have to deliver something or are people being like too greedy to get that they're doing their part in in that um 
they're getting people's expectations up. It's just whether people are going to get invested or not. So I'm invested. But I feel like that, that's always that has always been their their thing. You know, even back to like the puppy days. You know, saying that's going to or they've just had so many albums they're going to release or shit like that. Um, and that's just always it's kind of it kind of gives you like Kanye vibes a little bit. You know, where there's just all this stuff that could have released or was going to release and just never did. So. Um, they're, they're sitting on a lot of songs. I know that for sure. They have to be for sure. And then also like technical difficulty, like they should just put that on streaming services unless there's like sample clearance issues, which is probably the case. Um, but yeah, I just want, I just want to enjoy every moment that we have with Brockham because nothing else is guaranteed. Uh, I guess going back to TM here though, I know you said that, you know, there weren't too many songs that had that like Brockhampton feel. There weren't everybody on it. The one song that I think, you know, had that Brockhampton feel, like I think it started off a little bit slow, like FMG, whatever, Animal, whatever. And then you get into New Shoes. New Shoes yes, is like that, the most the... Brockhampton track that's on the album, I think. Easily. And it's the best track in my mind. Um, I like, like you said, you get Multiverses, who they have on there. Go to, they got Kevin, of course. Um, Dom has an appearance there. Matt as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you got um, even Jabari. Yeah, Jabari was another one that was that may have been like the most where they actually you know had verses you know where it was just because there was would have been four verses there which I felt like on the other ones there weren't that many from you know different members so it just had like the most conclusive feel also like that's what I liked about the family more so than TM and I think this is the only track where they really address like the ending of Brockhampton. Like we have that Jabari course. Uh, we stay in solid, even though we're moving on, we ain't going part ways like that. I just love like, at least they're like addressing what's happening. The elephant in the room versus just like the ending on goodbye with just Joba and Matt was just yeah. it was interesting. I don't know. Like it just didn't feel like an ending. Whereas Brockhampton on the family really did feel like an ending. And so having got that ending, earlier it just felt weird listening to tm at all and i feel like that's the kind of the direction everything's going in is how tm was just all scattered you know all these different songs i feel like maybe they're hinting at you know that's what they're they're gonna continue not continue to drop what they could continue to drop is just all these scattered tracks and it's a little preview of that so i wouldn't be mad at that i don't know we'll see but yeah what a ride what a ride yeah a couple years of brockhampton Came and went all before Frank Ocean dropped another album. So crazy times, but I don't know. I'm excited for the future of Brockhampton. I really do think there'll be something else. I would love if they did some more concerts together. It was so tough having tickets to that final concert. What was supposed to be a final Mm -hmm. concert. Then it got canceled, man. That was so tough. So tough. So I hope one day I can see Brockhampton one last time. I only had a chance to see him once. It was great. One of the best concerts I've went to, but man i gotta see him again i I just want to so bad Mm -hmm. yeah from from my perspective i didn't even start going to concerts till they broke up essentially so well damn near (laughs) they had uh they had roadrunner but yeah that's yeah they had that tour but it was canceled so technically i pretty much never got the chance so maybe they can give us like a free concert or something for our uh troubles i wish they would have done just like one final mini mini tour like five spots like new york la chicago atlanta and then like somewhere in texas that would have felt like a good ending everybody kind of would have been happy 
probably most people that wanted to see him would have had a chance to see him. But obviously, you know, there's probably more stuff going on behind the scenes that we don't see and, you know, tensions and whatever. But I will say in the amp radio, like they seem, you know, fairly like cohesive, like for most of it, obviously, you know, it's a lot of people try to talk at once sometimes mm-hmm. and some people, you know, just whatever in the background, but they had some laughs. They were sharing some stories. I was like, oh, I miss this. I Already. I miss this. I don't know. Their groups aren't meant to stay together. I guess that, you know, it's, it's just the way, the way things go, unfortunately, you know, like if you look at sports teams and those groups that they never end up staying together, rap groups never end up staying together. It's just, it's just the way of life, I guess, when you become an adult and you just, I mean, just, it's, it it doesn't happen, I guess. I don't know. It's sad, unfortunate. And especially with that many members, it's hard for like a pair to even stay together throughout their whole careers. So hundred percent. And obviously those people doing different things, behind the scenes in front of the you know on the mics on the songs everybody just got a, you know a little bit different ideas creatively i'm sure so obviously it makes sense for it to you know eventually be over but i was just hoping we got you know a little bit more but happy with what we got of course i guess when we talk about the future of brockhampton what members solo album are you most looking forward to dom of course um and then i would love to see dom and matt work together as well what would be your pick I'm going to go with Dom as well. I feel like he's maybe the most like underappreciated member of Brockhampton. I feel like for sure. Yeah. I feel I like mean, Brockhampton fans like aren't, you know, super big fans of Dom style. Like they're oh more my God, into, like Kevin, exactly. Kevin, Matt, Joba, Joba. Bearface, like Bearface, that they die for that's a king for them. <laughs> yeah. And they're all great, obviously, but. I don't know, like the stereotypical Brockhampton fans not going for that like lyrical. Rap. You say rap. It's, yeah, it's lyrical, yeah. lyrical rap. Um, and I feel like that's that's what he's best at, of course. And I mean, that's I feel like he brought a different element than um, the other members did. So um, that's why he's my favorite. You know, that's that's why he's my guy. Yeah, I love him. I love Matt, though. Excited to see what he could do. I don't know. We'll see. And then, obviously, you know. Amir was my favorite, so I'll touch on this really quick. I saw a video on YouTube the other day, and there was some people, and they sat down, and they did a tier list of every instance of Amir doing the Amir flow, and that got me thinking. Mm-hmm. Like You were like, Dom's like the most you know, whatever rapper, and then they were just mm-hmm. going about Amir. But then there were just these kids, and they just don't get it. They just did not get it. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, oh, he just raps about the same things, whatever, which is like the most stereotypical Brockhampton fan like opinion. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Amir's the king so that's that's all standby obviously you know he maybe he did some things i don't stand by but i love yeah, his music hard. so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it we'll keep it music on here he's a musical king yeah <laughs> my favorite member brockhampton all time uh i guess all time though let's take one look back what are some of your favorite brockhampton songs of all time i know we talked you know early on in the podcast we did an episode about brockhampton talking about you know some of our favorite songs and stuff but you know like if you had to pick five songs to put somebody onto a Brockhampton that had never heard Brockhampton before, what are you picking? Oh, there's so many options fuck. though. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, 1999 Wildfire. I th- I feel like that's a must. Uh, we just had okay. talked. Still a little fresh in my mind after we had talked about it uh, last week. Um, I like I love Face. Uh, one of their more popular Ooh. ones, but I definitely love face Ooh. all right you go with two here while i'm thinking of some more. all right I'll, I'll go with two to match your face i think one that is like in the same vein as face but not i'm going with bleach i think those are comparable yeah. like 
popular, definitely, you know, emotional, but great. And then I think the other one I go off rip would have to be probably either gummy or junky, something off saturation too for sure. Mm-hmm. And then you know, I'll, I'll I'll keep going here while you think. I think I'd have to have something off saturation one, obviously. So I'd probably go with either star gold or heat. That first three track run just goes crazy, and it they're all so different. Like they just show the variation of Brockhampton so well. Um, so yeah, I think I, those I got my third. My, okay, okay, let's hear your third. Gotta go with Boogie. A uh, Boogie. Just, okay. We talked about how that was just great ending, great ending track there. So um, I feel like you get a lot of great verses from nearly every member. So yeah, we did talk about that because I watched the Brackhampton final concert online, and Boogie was the final song they did. They you know left the stage and came back for the encore, and they did at Bareface just do Summer, and then they did Boogie, and I was like, I don't know, if Boogie is the right ending, and just because you know it's so it's hype it's not like ending and i wanted like an ending ending feel i want a little bit of sadness i want whatever whereas i think you know if kevin would have brought Hampton with everybody saying out there it would have been a super emotional song it would have been a great moment but then i was telling elijah this and then we listened to boogie in the car and i was like never mind maybe not <laughs> like it, it's just it's a great track so i can't fault that um i think i would also add to you know my five i would want something off of like ginger i think i think maybe i'd want ginger the song or i'd want like dearly departed or like Victor Roberts. I love Victor Roberts. One of those three, I think. So I, this is Victor way more than five. Yeah, you're, yeah, you are just, you are fucking going. <laughs> I'm, I'm naming pot- anything. <laughs> You've got potentially 15 picks out there. <laughs> I'm just naming anything that is in consideration. Whatever. Five was just like a reference point. Like, yeah, no, uh, I was, a couple I'm, songs. I'm over here. I'm over here working my ass off trying to fucking look through these albums. <laughs> nah, yeah, for sure. But. Yeah, there's just too many to pick from. They're just so different. Uh, Love me for life is a, okay. another one for me for sure. If I'm going ginger era. Real um, quick, going on the- Victor Roberts. Did you ever hear the story of how Victor Roberts? Like, do you know who Victor Roberts is? I do not know. I I might be capping on this, but I'm like 99 <laughs> sure he met Dom playing GTA online. That's great. Right? That's well, just a, I think I'm it's just, done. Yeah. I'm thinking of like the Twitter reference where it's like uh, me, me purposely spreading misinformation. <laughs> have, you, have you seen that meme? Yeah. Yeah. So I might be, but okay. I'm gonna, I'll look it up while you think of your other option. Oh, fuck. I feel like I got to go something off uh, Roadrunner. You know, I've had something off Sat, something off Ginger. Um, I, I love Don't Shoot Up the Party. That's a great one. Um, I, I'll go with that one off uh, Roadrunner. Okay. All right. I got the official story here on Ginger Radio. Dom revealed that Victor Roberts is a friend he met while playing Skate One on Xbox 360, and that the that Victor first told him the story he tells in the track while playing the game. So there you go. Yeah, they were playing a game. I thought it was GTA. Maybe they mentioned that at some point as well. But the magic of Brockhampton. They all meet on some online forum about Kanye, and then. They bring in a guy for a song they met on Xbox Live. So crazy. Uh, for my final choice, I think I'm going to go with a Roadrunner track as well. I'm going to just pick one here, just so you know. <laughs> and I'm going to go with Bankroll. I love the story of Bankroll. Bankroll yeah. it, it just like sat for years. It was originally teased in like a saturation era, maybe Iridescence era. I can't remember. Trailer for the tour. I think it was Iridescence actually. And it was like, hold up, was that ASAP Rocky? And then, like, it sounds different than what actually comes out, but just crazy that it eventually did come out. And then it was cool to hear him talk about it on uh, Amp. They talked about how, like, they made it in Sydney 
Australia, I think. I think Skepta was there with them or something. It was just a crazy story. Cool to see it come for full circle and eventually come out, especially because like they never really worked with anybody else up to that point. Uh, when that got like teased on that trailer, and then never really worked with anybody until Roadrunner. Uh, so besides like Ryan Beatty and you know some people on some of these other yeah. tracks, but not like big name artists like ASAP Rocky, and then even like JPEG Mafia, who's not like you know ASAP Rocky level, but Huge, obviously very yeah. well respected. Yeah, but yeah, I mean they're like you like you were having issues with their choosing between tracks. There's just so many great options. It's like, like so hard to narrow down with like because I feel like everybody just has you know just these amazing moments in songs throughout this whole the whole saturation era and then i mean even continued on through that as well so tough to tough to narrow it down really Mm -hmm, for sure like you were saying though about everybody having moments one video i feel like brockhampton youtube people were just always making videos back in like Mm -hmm. the 2017 to 2019 era of brockhampton you know talking about you know looks at songs look at moments but one that i remember was this guy he went through i can't remember who it was but he went through like every Brockhampton member's shining moment. He said up to saturation three, everybody had their moment except mm-hmm. for Matt champion. And that like blew my mind because Matt champion, like his shining moment is junkie. He's just always, and he always goes crazy, uh, but junkie is the one. Yeah, He's always super solid on every, every track. I feel like he's like a very good, like bridge almost in a lot of the tracks. So mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like he was always, like you said, a bridge. He was very good at going between, like, you could put him between, you know, Kevin or Joba and then have Matt and then Dahmer Amir or something. Like, he was yeah. just a perfect, like, transition between them. But then in that video, he said that Matt Champion's shiny moment is on rental. And I was like, mm, good song, but I don't know about that. <laughs> For me, I love his, uh, it's a little, it's further than saturation, of course. Obviously, I'm not going to, um, but on dearly departed he has a great verse there that'd be one of my favorite matt verses how about you i'm going junkie like i said i think junkie is just an elite verse from yeah matt. I that's just an elite broadcast song to me it is kevin obviously goes crazy that's why he said it couldn't be junkie he said kevin also goes crazy and that might be kevin's shining moment but i say you could have two on the same song but i do no, get, yeah you know, every moment everybody has their shining moment individually as well uh, where they just you know outshine everybody else but yeah just too many good moments so hard to pick of course yeah shout to the boys what a ride it's been mm-hmm. yeah the show is over maybe it is maybe it's not we'll see and you know this is probably the last broadcast the video for a little bit at least unless something else comes out so it's been a ride we've only had like one other i guess full of broadcast episode yeah. but yeah i mean this is, we kind of we we've kind of grown the podcast with this you know with the expectation of this dropping um that was one of the first things we we talked about on our was that did we talk about it on the first episode or it was one of the first few episodes that we that they had officially broken up and everything so yeah I don't remember but it was early on for sure but yeah, yeah I guess well, you know we'll wrap that up really quick and then just kind of touch about the news of the week there really was nothing like we said it was Thanksgiving week you know people aren't really dropping like that the only releases we got were a project from Stormzy a project from Mike Wiki and the alchemist and then Quando Rondo and young boy. And then we got a couple singles here. YNW B slime featuring baby John and then Wi-Fi's funeral. That's really all the releases I could find. I haven't listened to any of them. Don't know if I plan to definitely listen to one with the alchemist though. Uh, I like Mike. So and I've heard a uh, wiki on a song with Earl, I think. So he was on, I don't like shit. I don't go outside. Going to give that one a listen. But other than that, very quiet week. Hopefully we get some drops next week. And there was really like no news. Very, yeah, very there, we, we were looking through uh, 
breaking news. I texted Jonathan breaking Thanksgiving news. My, my grandma ran out of ham, so I was eating it up. It's a shame. Um, so th- that's a piece of news we could throw in there. Um, but with that being said, uh, I think that about wraps it up. Uh, next week, we're going to have a banger episode, though, going over Spotify wrapped and my Apple Music replay. So if you're disappointed by this one, next one's going to be a banger. Although that we just shouldn't be disappointed by this. but Nah, if you're not rocking with Brockhampton, we're not rocking with you. <laughs> just kidding. But next week's going to be fire. And then the week after, you know, December's going to be fire. December's, December's going to be fire, but rumor has it, you know, one of the second half boys has a birthday on December 12th and it's not me. So I'll let you. Winter's coming. <laughs> Winter's coming. 21st birthday for Elijah. Episode's going to be crazy. So make sure you subscribe and stay tuned for all that because December's going to be crazy. So obviously we'll have songs of the year, albums of the year, versus the year, you know, awards, all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, we're going to take some notes from Brock Anthony here. They did Amp Radio, went live, played some music, talked. I think we're going live on Amp Radio at the end of the year to, you know, play some of our favorite songs of the year. Just talk a little bit, talk about the pod, talk about the future, talk about 2023. So hopefully you guys download app and get there, but stay tuned to our socials and we'll, you know, announce more about that. So you guys did as we get so. there. But yeah, we'll see you guys next week. It's going to be a banger. Peace. Peace.